Welcome to VoiceOver Experts, brought to you by Voices.com, the number one voiceover marketplace. VoiceOver Experts brings you tips, pearls of wisdom, and techniques from top instructors, authors, and performers in the field of voiceover. Join us each week to discover tricks of the trade that will help you to develop your craft and prosper as a career voiceover talent. It's never been easier to learn, perform and succeed from the privacy of your own home and at your own pace. This is truly an education you won't find anywhere else. Now for our special guest. Hi, I'm Anthony Reese, and welcome to this customized podcast for Voices.com talent. In this podcast, we're going to explore finding the motivation for and developing character voices. Probably the reason that a majority of people contact me to get into the voiceover industry. Character voices can be a blast to perform, but very difficult. There's no doubt at all this is a specific specialty And there's a rare breed of us out there who can do a variety of character voices without sounding like Uncle Tom or Aunt Sue trying to do a character voice. See, the key to being a good voiceover actor is trying to sound like your character and not you doing a character. I know you know what I'm talking about. Think of Uncle Frank at the dinner table who tries to do Frank Sinatra because he has the same name as Frank, but it sounds just like him trying to do Frank Sinatra. Everybody laughs and has a giggle, but inside they're thinking, oh my goodness, have another glass of wine, Frank. So the most important ingredient is to be honest to yourself. Only take on and tackle voices that you you can honestly try to make unique and true to themselves. Character voice uses. Character voices can be found in a variety of the entertainment world. They're in cartoons, animations, anima, feature animated films, student films, e-cards, flash designs, games, toys, radio show drops and prep for DJs, comedy skits and comedy routines, radio dramas, and they're even used as mascots, robotics, and puppeteers on live stage. Not to mention, millions of websites now use animated characters to help people around their website. So as you can see, character voices in our industry are not just limited to Cartoon Network, Nickelodeon, or the other cartoon-type programs. Celebrity voice actors. Some of today's most well-known character voice actors include current actors such as Bob Bergen, who's the voice of Porky the Pig, Tom Kenny, the voice behind SpongeBob, not to mention a gazillion other voices, E.G. Daly, who's the voice of Tommy and the Rugrats, amongst others, Nancy Cartwright, who for the last 14 or 15 years has been the voice behind, yes, you guessed it, Bart Simpson. Yes, a woman doing a boy. And of course, Mel Blanc, who is likely the most famous voice actor, who in many of our opinion was the guru and master of voice acting. One unique thing you might find funny. Did you know that a majority of the boy voiceovers in the industry are actually done by female voice actors? Some of us casting directors 
differ in our opinions on that. However, I believe there is a reason for the madness at a certain time. Some producers, investors, programmers, and syndicators aren't necessarily interested in developing and distributing a cartoon series or an animated series featuring a boy who would potentially go through puberty within a few years and outgrow the part. Some of the most successful ongoing legendary cartoons are like Charlie Brown and Peanuts and the Gang, but since they only release a new episode every few years, it's okay for them to rehire a cast each time and try to match and be loyal to the original character voices as much as possible. However, current syndicated programs that have to produce two to three episodes on a weekly basis are limited to the outgrowth patterns potentially of that young boy. So if you have a 10-year-old boy who was cast for a particular cartoon series, in two or three years, that particular child could outgrow the sound of the original voice used at the beginning of the series. In other words, they can outgrow the part. So there is a reason why many syndicators and distributors do choose females for their young child actors. This assures that if the show is a success, the character voice will not have to change over time. Hence, Nancy Cartwright and Bart Simpson, now in their 15th or 16th year. Find your motivation. Most character voices that you hear today in cartoons and animations and what have you actually were developed and based by that voice actor on someone real within their own personal life. Everyone has that unique character around, whether it's Uncle Sam or Grandma Jean or Aunt Sue or what have you, or Bob the bartender down at the local pub. There's characters around us everywhere you look. You could be sitting in the subway, riding the A train. Uh, You could be walking down Fifth Street. You could be standing at a football game and the guy behind you through the whole game, yes, all four quarters, has something just unique about his voice and his personality that hammers an idea in your head for a character. That is, my friend, how simple it can be to find your motivation for a character. It's a good idea just to find that base and build from there. Character Briefs Most animators and producers usually supply a character profile word document and images of the character to help you, the actor, with a visual of the physical characteristics of a character they want to have voiced. This is almost a must-have for a professional actor. Make sure that you have a visual reference or some form of a profile in Word document explaining what's unique about your character. You can't crawl into their head, so it helps them to share this insight with you. This will help you develop the characteristics vocally from the physical characteristics and attributes of that particular character and its traits. Experiment with voices. The best way to find a base for a character, as mentioned earlier, is to find a motivation. However, another way to go about doing that is to mimic other people or just play around talking in crazy, wacky, stupid, cartoony voices all day. I usually recommend that an actor starts out just doing the standards. You know, Igor, Dracula, a monster, a witch, a villain, a countess, an evil princess, some surfer dude, the valley girl, etc. Once you find one that you seem to do pretty good, keep that one and add it to your Looney Tune list and build from there, developing a character derived from that individual character motivation. Ask for input. Have the client show and share how they envision or hear the voice of a desired character before you start to try to develop one. If they're clueless, it could be a difficult road ahead. 
If they offer some, try to bring out that personality as much as possible when you sit in front of the microphone. And if they don't offer any, it's all up to you. Follow your creative instincts based on, again, the visual, the profile, and any images they may supply. Then I typically offer a couple different versions of the character, for example, three or four types of voices for that particular character, and that gives them a chance to pick and choose, and they may find the one that works, and you're on your way. Own the character. Once you do find a voice, own that voice. Work with it every day. Walk around the house talking to your spouse, your siblings, your friends, your neighbors in that character voice. Many of your leading actors like Jim Carrey, Robin Williams, and a variety of the other ones actually walk around for weeks at a time on set and off set working in that character voice. They'll even dress the part, wearing wigs, shaving their head, doing what it takes to totally get into that character. The same applies to a voiceover actor behind the mic. Feel free to spend hours a day for a few days honing in the particular character you find and once again make them your own and own the character build a stable make an effort to build your own unique character voices your goal should be about eight to ten unique and diverse character voices that way you can build more characters from these characters in the future also, it helps to remember quality, not quantity, of voices is what your goal is. Then keep clips of these particular voices so that in the future you can go back and easily mimic, mock, and or use those clips as reference to get back into character. I've even gone as far as making a few notes on a notepad and saving it as a text file within that folder so that I myself might remember my motivation and what made me think of that character, whether it was a British accent I heard on the subway or whether it was my Uncle Sam, who is this old-time gangster-sounding voice from Bermuda. You never know what your motivation was, and you might find it funny where it came from by looking back in the past. Use your jaw, mouth, and throat. Yes, it sounds strange. But simply moving the voice further back into your throat can create different tones. Try to build voices from different parts of your mouth. Use your nose to be more nasally. Add more sound to be breathier. Add some gravel for textures to sound tougher. Just try to locate and give birth to characters hiding inside your mouth. They're there. This is key. For example, if I want to be rough in a southerner kind of tough guy, I just throw a little gravel in there. If I want to be nasally, I kind of tighten up my jaw and talk through my nose more. If I want to be airier, I just throw some air in there. If I want to be maybe um not so straight, I just kind of go like this and throw a little hello. Play with your jaw, move the sounds around, in and out of your mouth, back your tongue up, try it through your nose, scream through your ears, whatever it takes. That will add just that little bit of unique characteristic trait to the character, and who knows where you can go from there. So play around using the muscles within your own skull. Now, play with dialogue. Animations are great because you're not always limited to the copy, like in radio or TV. In many cases, the visual content, or the lip sync, has even yet to be performed by the studio. What's cool about this is that it actually allows you at times at times, I quote, to play with dialogue, saying it the way that your character might say the lines. I bet you didn't know that Homer Simpson's famous Dope 
thing that he does. That actually was a doo-wop line that was said by Laurel and Hardy back in the 1930s, I believe it was. Interesting, but true. So don't be afraid, with the permission of your client, to play with the dialogue ever so lightly. In other words, you don't want to play with the whole line, but you may be able to play with a word here and there or the emotion or inflection in how it's said. Stay in character. After several hours of recording, it's easy for any seasoned or beginner voice actor to slip out of character. You got to pay extra attention to your tracks after several clips or cuts. Your objective is to assure you're staying true to the character, its tone, feel, and the uniqueness of the characteristics of that character. Sometimes even the most professional, including so-called professionals like myself, have gone in and out of character. When I listen back, I find that I'm losing my character, so I'll actually stop the session for an hour or two or pick up the next day. This allows me to refresh my mind, approach it again, listen to my my own tracks I recorded in the past and find my character and get back into motivation. And that way it all sounds like the character, not like me trying to do the character burned out after four hours. So stay in character once you begin voicing. And lastly, label those clips. It's again, very professional of you to deliver lines of dialogue or scenes of dialogue as single tracks. Producers will love you for this. I highly recommend prior to beginning recording, ask your client would they like them delivered as single clips by scene or in any other particular fashion. I think you'll find most of them will say, oh, you can just send them by scene. But I know as a producer myself, I would prefer greatly to have clips sent to me, edited, clean, and ready to go. Then I can just adjust them, add effects, put some post on them, whatever I need to, and it makes my job and life much, much easier. I suggest a typical naming convection, such as character, underscore, scene, underscore, blip01, for example, dot mp3. And that's all there is to it. You've just discovered how to get yourself motivated, get into character, and stay in character with character voiceovers. Well, this concludes finding motivation and developing your character voices. Now it's time for you to do a little homework. Feel free to create a few character voices of your own and send them to me for a quick listen. I'll be happy to take a listen and send you back my thoughts. Use the contact information located here at Voices.com or drop them to student at anthonyreese.com. Thanks for listening. I hope you learned a little something about characters and good luck to you and your voiceover career. I'm Anthony Reese. Thank you for joining us. To learn more about the special guest featured in this Voices.com podcast, visit the VoiceOver Experts show notes at podcasts.voices.com slash voiceoverexperts. Remember to stay subscribed. If you're a first-time listener, you can subscribe for free to this podcast in the Apple iTunes podcast directory or by visiting podcasts.voices.com. To start your voiceover career online, go to voices.com and register for a voice talent membership today. This has been a Voices.com production.